crazy Good God podcast. I'm Nancy Teague, and I'm glad you're here. Let's talk about joy and kinds of joy. When you heard the gospel, was joy included? Does Jesus' words, proclaim repentance and remission of sin, make you think of joy? These words made me think of the TV gospel message spots that conclude in this prayer to get saved. I've sinned. Forgive me, God. I put my faith in you and trust you, Jesus, to be my Savior. Is that what Jesus meant? In happening upon Luke 24, reading about the risen Jesus' surprise appearance and disappearance, fun interaction with the disciples, for example, he asked, Hey, got any food? What to proclaim to everyone? To wait for power from on high? Then ascending up into the clouds. I was struck with the resulting great joy. It popped into my mind bookends, bookends of joy holding up Jesus' life here. Now, you've got to know the full meanings of joy in the Greek to really get this joy. First, an angel appeared to Zacharias while he was burning incense during his priestly duties. Both Zacharias and his wife Elizabeth were advanced in years and no child. Shockingly, the angel told Zacharias that he and Elizabeth will have a son, and to name him John, the angel said, he will be joy, delight to you, and gladness, exuberant, intense joy. And many will rejoice, be glad at his birth. Next, an angel appears to Mary. Rejoice, O highly favored one. You will conceive, bring forth the son, and call him Jesus. Mary, after believing what was spoken, responded, My spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. This rejoiced means so much joy one leaps to jump in celebration, exult because so experientially joyful. Then an angel surprises the lowly, unimportant in that culture, shepherds in the middle of the night. And he said, I bring you good news of great large in the widest sense joy to all the people. Isn't that something? The insignificant shepherds, but to God, extraordinary, were the first to be told about huge joy for all. Finally, joy came to the wise men. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. The word exceeding, all out, done to the max, with a vengeance. Great in the widest sense, joy, delight, gladness. They were exuberant with joy. They were whacked with joy, all aplomb and dignity out the window. Experiential joy overtook them. They spiritually saw something, sensed something, just like with Mary. The first bookend, at the beginning, A jumpstart of unexpected, effuse, demonstrative joy. The other bookend of joy happened after Jesus' resurrection. One key thing Jesus said to his disciples, It is to be proclaimed in the name of him, repentance and remission of sins. Shortly after that, Jesus ascended and disappeared. 
the disciples then headed home with great in the widest sense of joy and delight. The other bookend of joy. Okay, picture this. Repentance and remission of sins are being held up by bookends of joy. So, is there joy in these words of repentance and remission of sins? First, to proclaim in, in the name, in in the Greek is epi, E-P-I. It means on, upon, and implies what fits given the contact and looks to the response from that contact. Name means reputation, character. In his name is not just a phrase tacked on. In him fits perfectly because of the contact. There is something deep and joyful about this message of repentance and forgiveness. It's way beyond our traditional religious form and thinking. Repentance is metanoia, literally a change of mind. You believe one way, all of a sudden, your mind is changed because you hear truth. Real truth brings a paradigm shift. Repentance is not feeling bad about yourself. It's not emotion and regret. It's not sorrowful tears. Proclaim repentance equals, hey, get ready to change your mind because you're going to hear something life-changing. Do you know repentance and remission are like one? It's because of the word and. This is not like our use of and to continue a flow of points. And in the Greek is eis, E-I-S. It indicates the point reached, literally, motion into which implying penetration, union. Repentance in union with remission. When you get, understand remission, it's a given you will change your mind. So what does remission mean? Remission, dismissal, release, pardon, sending away, a letting go, a complete forgiveness. To God, remission is a once and for all happening on the cross and with the death of Jesus. And that's why God says, I remember your sins no more. Hmm begs the question, why do we ask God to forgive us? Okay, remission of sins. What is sin? Sin is the Greek word hamartia. Two words, ha, that means not, and martia, no share. So having no share or part, having no substance, in essence, empty. In Adam and Eve's deceived choice, they lost their share, their true identity, their substance. But don't forget... God is all about going after lost. The pure gospel, according to Jesus' words, is about all is forgiven. Stop trying to perform and please God. Change your mind. Here's another wondrous joy-filled truth. Brennan Manning said, Forgiveness precedes repentance. Religion says we must repent before we can be forgiven, and hence the ongoing I'm sorry, God, please forgive me, for the rest of our lives. Where is the joy? Remember Jesus on the cross? Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Forgiveness preceded his death. Hebrews 10, 
where there is remission of sins, there is no longer an offering for sin. In other words, no more offering of, I'm so sorry, please forgive me, God. Oh, one more joy between the bookends. For the joy set before him, Jesus endured the cross, despising the shame. In the Spirit, Jesus saw us set right in front of him. We were joy to him because he saw our true identity and restored identity. We, his joy, enabled him to endure the cross. Joy is everywhere in Jesus, the bookends and in between. It truly is joy to the world. Come on, Holy Spirit, pour out the exuberant joy on your dear one listening right now and whack the world with joy unspeakable. Whoa. Until next Wednesday, bliss to you and never forget, God is absolutely crazy about you. (laughs) 